are now listening to the Zesty Soak Pod. Zesty. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Zesty Zoe Pod. In this episode, we'll be talking about the end of the process for the Philadelphia 76ers in the NBA. Uh, yeah, it's going to be pretty sad after today, and I guess during the duration of most of the offseason, that I'm pretty sure that Ben Simmons will be traded or waived. Not waived, but like probably traded. And yeah, it's going to signify the end of the process, quote-unquote, dubbed by Joel Embiid and, I guess, to a certain extent, Sam Hinkie. Um, so let's, so yeah, Game 7 today between the Hawks and the 76ers. I think there's a very, very, very good chance that the Hawks will take this game and advance to the conference finals, led by um, third-year point guard Trey Young, who's, yeah, really been going off. It's like near superstar level. And the rest of the supporting cast is all doing really well. Bogdanovich, Gallinari, John Collins, um, Clint Capella. Like in those, the series overall, the series, they've been doing very solid. Um, just as I predicted yesterday, which is starting to come true yesterday, yesterday's, yesterday's Zesty Zoipod episode, I predicted that Harden will end up leaving the Nets and will be, yesterday will be the last game we're ever going to see Harden and KD play together ever again. It's a pretty good reunion, I guess, half a season-ish of Harden and KD. Just like the OKC old days, but yeah, it's going to be over for them. You saw what happened yesterday. Kevin Durant and the Hopple Nets, kind of, and Kevin Durant, KD had to carry them. Superstar MVP performance, 48 points, but that's obviously not enough. James Harden, um, expected a lot more from him. I guess maybe playing with an injury, but yeah. Sucks for them, but in this game, 76ers and Hawks, both teams are pretty much fully healthy. Um, maybe Joel Embiid is slightly hobbled, but as we saw in the last few games, he, st- he still put up solid numbers, like 22-13, game 6, thir- um, thir- 37-13 and 13 in the game before. Yeah. So, why will the Hawks win today? Well, the main reason is Ben Simmons. Um, maybe... His minutes will be limited, like last game, only played 25 minutes. Seth Curry played 14 more minutes than Ben Simmons, which is like more than a quarter's worth of playing time. And it shows that Seth Curry is probably going to be playing a lot today. Maybe in the shooting guard position, not really point guard. Like Seth Curry, Tyrese, Maxey both played more than Ben Simmons. And I think they'll be playing the majority of the guard backcourt minutes for the 76ers today. Maybe some Matthias Thibault for some defensive purposes, and Ben Simmons for defensive purposes as well. But overall, um, yeah, it really sucks to see Ben Simmons not do good. Like, his shots have not been doing falling too well. Um, still not really shooting threes. Free throw has been pretty awful. And, like, his overall production is not that good. Mm. I think Joel Embiid will have a solid game. Maybe Tobias Harris too, but the Hawks have... I think it's they're young, they're hungry, and this will be their time to advance to conference finals against the Bucks. So, the 76ers and the process um, it started when Joel Embiid was drafted, I guess, and maybe Jaleel Okafor after that, maybe. Nerns um, Noel to a certain extent, like their lottery picks. Ben Simmons, another lottery pick, Markel Fultz, and everything ended up trading 
being traded and stuff. Like, they ended up advancing the second round in their first year with Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid fully healthy, I guess. They ended up losing to the Boston Celtics, very young squad as well that year. Um, the next year, advanced the second round again, got taken. They acquired Jimmy Butler, Tobias Harris, and they had pretty much one of the a very stacked roster, very solid roster, but couldn't overcome a Kawhi Leonard game seven buzzer beater victory. Last season in the bubble, um, they advanced to second round as well, but in, last year they ended up losing to. Wait, what was it again? Let me. Let me check. Um, yeah, last year they didn't they didn't have Ben Simmons for the bubble playoffs, and they ended up, I think, only getting bounced in the um, first round. And this year, in the second round again, and going to be bounced by the Hawks. So. Yeah, all the series that Ben Simmons played, he never lost in the first round. I guess you could say it's just like LeBron. But you can look at his three-point percentages over the last few seasons. And maybe it got a bit better. I'm mean, starting to shoot some threes. But like 30% from threes, but at like 0.2 attempts a game. You can see his total assist numbers basically have been going been at, at its lowest ever. His points, lowest ever. His field goal percentage, around the same as his career average. Minutes per game, slightly lower. Free throw percentage, uh, a slightly higher than his career average, but around the same as last season, which wasn't really that good. And overall, Ben Simmons, I feel like, is just a above-average role player in, t in today's day and age in the, the 2020s NBA. Like, maybe... maybe Back then, when three-point shooting was important, but had the game has not evolved to th today's day and age. Like maybe a few years ago, it was not as important. Like the team built around him was a bit better, but in the team he is in right now is basically just a role player point guard, a very very solid role player point guard, and is a role player because there are many flaws in this game. But he is a very very good defensively, of course, first team all. Defense, but in the playoffs, you saw he he, sh he could step it up a bit on defense as well against Trey Young. But overall, he's a very solid player. But it's and and he's been playing pretty well to Joel Embiid. The only limiting thing is that he can't shoot that well, and so pick and rolls. Joel Embiid has not been as effective as it should be. Um, he's like a six eleven point guard, so his very solid. Like he's at great height, and I think in the next team he'll be playing for, he should be a solid point forward. Um, like he shouldn't really take the like he could bring the ball up like a point guard, but he should. There should always be a, like another facilitator who could shoot, since that's pretty much the limiting factor for him. Um, so what do I think of the process? The end of the process pretty much says that process almost worked. See in the twenty nineteen playoffs, it almost worked. Last season, can't really say much. This season, Joel Embiid MVP caliber season, but he just, as usual, just tiny injuries that that affect seventy sixers. That it's not really big injuries, but just tiny injuries that 
pretty much don't put them at their 100% put to full potential. That's pretty sad. Like, the one, their roster, Jimmy Butler, had high potential. The Tobias Harris trade was pretty solid. His, Tobias Harris hasn't been, like, worth the money that has been paid, but he's still a pretty, pretty solid player for the 76ers over the last few seasons. Um, like, he's been averaging decently, like, around, like, 20 points per game, 6 or 7 rebounds. His 3-point percentage has been pretty solid, I guess, like, almost at 40%, which is not that bad, but under 40%, and pretty solid power forward, small forward, but he's not really a sharpshooter, not one of those catch-and-shoot players that the 76ers really need, and that's how they have Seth Curry, who I think will be the future of the 76ers, along with um, their Tyrese Maxey and their guard rotation right now, aside from Ben Simmons. I think they should build around those guys, Ryan and Ben Simmons, they already have size in Tobias Harris, Joel Embiid, etc. I guess you could say to a certain extent, a old Dwight Howard. And they should build like small to medium sized players. Like, what I'm saying, like a bit smaller, like who could shoot. Maybe. I'm not sure, but Ben Simmons could be packaged up to a pretty good, solid trade. Like, a lot of teams do need a playmaker, facilitator. That already has a bunch of shooters, but they need like a solid playmaker. Um, I'm thinking it'll most likely be like a mid pack, mid tier team or a contender, since Ben Simmons would probably be like a fourth option on a championship team. I don't think he is really a second option in today's NBA, since due to his three point percentage shooting and as well as his free throw liability, it's kind of like a center, kind of like I guess I don't know. Is a bit like a center, could facilitate, but I'm comparing him and Jokic. And Jokic can shoot a bit better than Simmons reliably. Jokic can rebound a bit better, not as athletic, but Jokic would rebound better. Not did he doesn't defend as well as Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons is obviously a very very high value defensive asset, which a lot of teams could really benefit from. But and Jokic, I think, could score a bit better than Ben Simmons, though. They score differently since Simmons is much more athletic. So I think a lot of teams do value him, but obviously if they don't have any shooters, if they don't have um, they don't have shooters, if they don't have um, really anything, any solid. Um, what's the word? Um, if if they need pretty much like an all-star caliber role player. Then Ben Simmons is a really good option. Um, so, what team would can use him? I'd say maybe the Brooklyn Nets. Um, they're way over cap next season, but with James Harden departing, I think Ben Simmons could be a really solid playmaker. Maybe play the small forward. KD will be a power forward, or if they can run KD at the small ball five, Ben Simmons point forward at three or four with Kyrie. Um, they, they have, like, Stinwitty. I think the Brooklyn Nets will be very solid with another playmaker in Ben Simmons. Like, like Ben Simmons could be ball-dominant, I guess, and with maybe they... I'm thinking, like, with KD and Kyrie, maybe Ben Simmons might not be the best option. But he's a, he's a, could be a very solid addition to the Nets' defense, for sure. Perimeter defense, just over defense general, since his great size, but can guard most positions, 
and like his lack of shooting can be made up with just KD pretty much ha- needs someone to be guarded on him at all times and to a certain extent Kyrie they're both very good shooters they have Joe Harris they have um yeah Dinwiddie Mike James like if the Nets can keep the roster minus James Harden of course then Ben Simmons would be a great addition Another t- contending team that is re- was recently eliminated. Um, maybe the Boston Celtics. I'm not too sure, but I think Ben Simmons will be a very solid addition on the Celtics. Obviously, they just lost Kemba Walker. And yeah, Marcus Smart could fit in at the point guard, shooting guard position. Ben Simmons could easily be um, point forward to a certain extent. Maybe he can like rotate minutes between Jason Tatum and Al Horford. So obviously, Al Horford... Easily played a small ball five. Great, sh- pretty decent, I guess, three-point shot shooter. And yeah, I don't think Al Horford is like a shooting liability, so you could have Ben Simmons on the floor with him. Um, that would make pretty decent size if you add in Tatum as well, which might be a problem. But like Simmons, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Al Horford, I think the Peyton Pritchard... Um, Peyton Pritchard, um, I think he could be decent. Mark Smart off the bench as usual. And I think the Celtics will have a very good roster if they somehow acquire or trade for Ben Simmons. Um, another roster, obviously not the Lakers since the Lakers do need shooting. <laughs> i say the Los Angeles Clippers. Mm, the Clippers already have solid shooting in Paul George. Um, Marcus Morris, Terrence Mann, it's pretty solid, and just having a main point guard facilitator will be a very solid addition, especially now they have like a, a pretty much big defensive trio of wings, and Ben Simmons, PG, and Kawhi, so Ben, I think he would be a pretty good fit, he could play make for when, when you don't really need Kawhi or Paul George to carry, like Ben Simmons, very good facilitator, he could run the floor, especially with like since Kawhi and PG could obviously create their own shot through themselves, but when they're tired and all that, like Ben Simmons, very easily run pick and rolls with Zubac, um, can run pick and rolls with, I guess, Kawhi and PG. Like, they'll be a pretty big team, though, so that might be that might be a bit of a weakness. But yeah, Ben Simmons would work very well on them. And finally... Hmm... Yeah, I'd say Ben Simmons on the Utah Jazz. Um, you might think, well, they have Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert can um shoot, can't shoot as well. Um, they'll pretty much be like a huge liability, just kind of like the Lakers. But again, I think um missed my podcast episode a few days ago. Um, Rudy Gobert, we traded this off season, like because it just doesn't fit the Jazz too well and. That's why I think Ben Simmons could easily play on the Jazz. Like, the Jazz can get acquire, like, a decent center attack a shoot, or they could play, like, I don't know, like, a power forward that can shoot or something, small ball five, and Ben Simmons can be the facilitator that the Jazz needs if Mike Conley doesn't, if Mike Conley ends up leaving. That's a big if, but if he doesn't, I think the Jazz could use since Gobert's leaving, they'll need another solid defender, obviously. 
that can solidify their defense still. And they do need wing defenders since you saw how often they were dominated by Terrence Mann, etc. In the last game, so having a really nice wing defender as well as a solid defender all around. And Ben Simmons can make this team very, very strong. The Utah Jazz, like, maybe contend again. And, yeah, that's what, what I think of potential destinations for Ben Simmons. Like, obviously, playoff must teams that in a must-win situation. Like, the Jazz, like, you know, Donovan Mitchell's still on his rookie contract, I think. But, like, Donovan Mitchell, he's... Why not stay that long? But I think he will. Might be a Jazz for life, but maybe not. Um, like, Celtics... Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, I think they signed their max extensions, but they don't have, they, I don't know how long they'll be staying there for those, I mean, do they need another wing player? I'm not sure, but yeah, the Celtics time's running out, um, and finally Clippers, PG's contract might be up soon, but depends on this playoffs, like, I have them going pretty far, I may have another episode tomorrow, more, de- more with more details about what I think what happened to the Clippers, depending on the situation in these playoffs, but if if the Clippers do need another addition, though, I think Ben Simmons will be a very positive asset to the Clippers. And yeah, so that's why I think of potential destinations. And yeah, it's been pretty sad that tonight will be the last game of basically the process. Like many people thought Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid will be like the next big thing. Like as long as Ben Simmons shoots a bit better, he'll, his trajectory is pretty much... LeBron-esque, like, this first year averaged pretty much like 16, 8, and 8, like, two steals, one, like, one and a half steals, one block a game, like, that, that's insane rookie numbers, like, and a main facilitator for them, and got them to the second round of playoffs against the Celtics, like, that's, that's no small feat, and I guess next year, the next season, his, he actually scored a bit more, rebounded a bit more, despite, like, other roster swaps throughout the whole season, like JJ Redick. Um, did I acquire JJ Redick that season? Not sure, but JJ Redick, um, Jimmy Butler, Tobias Harris, and he was still able to produce a bit better than last season. But then the last two seasons, his production gone down a bit. Granted, his defense if value has improved so much, but overall, offensively and just for his, for his talent, I, I don't think. Um, I don't think it's at where it's supposed to be. It's pretty sad. Um, him and Joel Embiid could have been a great duel. Like Magic John, Ben Simmons, like a triple double machine. Um, Joel Embiid, just pretty much a solid center, and he could shoot at a decent clip. That's pretty nice. Like thirty and ten player, Ben Simmons triple double kind of player. But it seems like Ben Simmons can't score that well due to his lack of three, his shooting overall and his free throws. Sh- is not that good. He should look to finish more, but it's only getting like five free throw attempts a game for a star point guard. He should be getting a bit more, but it's another story for another day. Yeah, I don't know what to think of this, but I'll be pretty pretty sad day to watch last game with Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid together, but it's how crazy this NBA season has been, and hopefully we won't be seeing more star duos breaking up especially one with a storied history of so much meaning behind it, like the process. It would have been great to see them win a championship together, but 
you know, not not all processes are will be are will be are successful, and looks like this one won't be one of those. Thanks for listening, everyone, and stay zesty.